Hi guys, and welcome back to my podcast, Conquer. I have not filmed an episode in a couple of weeks since I filmed that episode with Janelle, which was such a pleasure. I love filming with her. I love her in general. She's just an amazing person. Uh, I was gonna, I already had filmed an episode with my best friend Adriana because she has not been on the show since I think June. Uh, So I filmed an episode with her the day after we came back from the beach trip during spring break and I was going to post that, but I kind of just wanted to sit down and have an episode by myself before I post anything with another person. Um, Yeah, so that's pretty much it. I just wanted to sit down, talk, chat, all that fun stuff. I know that I've gotten a lot of new listeners recently from my old school in my old town. So hi guys, welcome, welcome. Uh, (laughs) Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. I have a couple more updates. I have um, some things that I've been doing, some things that I've been learning, and that's that's pretty much it. So let's let's get into it. So I have a list of everything that I want to talk about. So the one thing on the list at the top is Poetry Slam. So the week before spring break, my school threw their annual Poetry Slam. And basically, if you were in an English class, you had to write, or just a writing class in general, you had to write a poem for the Poetry Slam, and you had to enter it. So I had the opportunity to read two poems and I thought that I would read them to you because I think that that would be nice and fun. Uh, So for my um, English class, I just wrote a very general poem. It's a love letter to my friends. Um, I don't really know that many people in my English class too well, so I kind of just wanted to keep it very general. I wanted to keep it very light and happy and sweet and all that stuff. Uh, For my other class, my creative writing class though, we went in hard. (laughs) So this... This is my love letter to my friends. This is a love letter, but not to a guy or anyone romantically. To my greatest friends in this world, the people I call my best friends, my siblings, people who pick me up when I'm down, who hold me when I sob, that pick me up when I fall to the ground. These friendships are caring. I can feel alone, but I know I never truly am. I always have a friend somewhere out there waiting to lend me a hand. These friendships are loving. We live far apart, but we meet in the middle. These friendships are everlasting. They make me smile so big, laugh so hard. My face and stomach hurt. I don't see them every day, but I carry them with me. I wouldn't be who I am without them. They actually see me. These friendships constantly keep giving. The arguments, disagreements don't mean a thing. At the end of the day, we're still family. They're for each other through everything. That is what friendship is supposed to be. This is a love letter to my greatest friends, to my friends forever. So that was the uh, poem that I wrote for my English class. Now, the poem that I wrote for my creative writing class is definitely something. Uh, So most of the people in my class are girls. And I was going to read a different poem that I had written, uh, just about like feeling lonely, I guess. And these girls are started going and they started talking about their breakups. And I was like... I was I was just in one like let me be part of the team like let me be a part of the squad um so I've written a couple of breakup poems because I feel like that's been a very good outlet to have uh because I don't really talk to many people about the breakup or how I feel about it because I'm just honestly so over talking about it so writing is something that I've turned to like the day after we broke up I just started writing and I let out all my feelings that way and I showed my uh creative writing teacher and she was like oh my gosh I love it I think it's so ruthless, it's so morbid, it's so uh, sassy, I just, I love it. So, uh, this poem is called Not By My Side. The couple behind me is arguing. One is saying they're right, the other is sitting in silence. I remember those days. The days you would say I was just being selfish and I'd sit there not knowing what else to say. The days we wouldn't speak as if we weren't boyfriend and girlfriend. You didn't know how to communicate, especially when we made it official. 
A good day would turn into a bad one in seconds. You would lie, leaving me to never trusting you, but always forgiving you. You'd walk the other way home, leaving me to walk by myself. I just wanted to hear it'll all be okay, but just by you, not by anybody else. Now I walk by myself. That's what was supposed to happen. I'm supposed to be without you in the end. I always felt like you'd be taken away from me, trying to find new things to move on to, but everything reminds me of you. I can't think of reasons why I'd still love you. Loving someone for who they used to be isn't loving someone. Between constant threats of ending things and how you acted in the beginning, middle, and end, I should have known. I sit in silence and still think about you. You do something just to throw me off my axis. Why would you make your feelings mine? Leave a petty note on my porch and give everything I gave you back, but then say, don't let me ruin anything for you. Now we just sit in silence, pass each other, and never say hi. But I've learned that silence isn't always bad. I laugh, smile, and thrive. I move on even though you are not by my side. So that was the poem that I read for my creative writing class and my teacher adored it and everyone in my class loved it. Um, but here was the little catch. So <laughs> there was rounds to the poetry slam. So if you got through the first round, you had to go to the second round. And the second round was every English class or every creative writing class that was in that building's block, like that block. So if you had a class in second block and then your friend had a class in second block that was in English, then y'all could like sit together because that was when the poetry slam was happening. Um, so I had to perform it in my first block and my ex-boyfriend is in an English class in first block. So I did not read it in front of my creative writing class in that first block. I actually read it to my English class in my second block because, or my third block, because I could not handle that. Um, it wasn't even like I'm scared. Like I don't, no like it wasn't even I was scared it's more that I don't want him to hear what I have to say because I think that that was something that was super powerful to me and it was super truthful and everything that I had to say so I guess like I didn't want him to hear it just to be like oh that never happened or like be able to nitpick at it because that's what I wrote and I pat myself on the back and I'm proud of myself for not living in fear and I told everyone and I heard my I I spoke my truth that's how it is uh, I had one of my friends later me and him had stopped talking for a while and he came up to me and he's like I never knew that you and so-and-so broke up like that was a very interesting way to find out I was like yeah that <laughs> that's how it is that's what happens uh, so that was a really impactful empowering empowering moment for me because I I'm a I'm a writer and I think I'm a pretty good writer and I never knew that writing had such an impact uh, and such a it can make such a difference, you know? So I thought that was really cool. I only made it to the second round. I did not make it to the third one, but it was really cool just to, you know, read it out loud to people and have people give me feedback and tell me it was good or tell me it was boring or just something like that. I don't know. It's just fun to have other people read something that you keep kept so personal to yourself. You know, I keep hitting my mic. I apologize. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I just thought that was really, really cool. Uh, the next thing that I have on this little list of mine is something that I've been learning recently. Um, I'm very careful who I call my friends now. Uh, not even just because of the breakup. I think just everything that happened afterwards, kind of what I was talking to Janelle about in my last episode, you really figure out who your true friends are. You really figure out who's going to be there for you, who's going to stick by your side, who's going to um, believe you, who's going to be there for you, like all of that stuff. Um, so I'm still trying to like figure this out but uh i've been very careful who i call my friends uh especially my best friends like i think best friend is a very very big word uh very much a mouthful and <laughs> i'm just super 
being super careful about it because I value people's opinions sometimes maybe a little too much or I value somebody's validation too much and like it's just not healthy and uh sometimes I make the wrong decision when it comes to being friends with somebody and it just kind of slaps me across the base and I end up feeling crappy so I've just tried to I'm trying to figure out a way to be more careful about calling my friends my friends because as I said in my last episode it's a privilege to be a part of my life it's a privilege to be called my friend it's a privilege for you to call me your friend like that's just what I truly truly believe so that's just something that I've been learning and one of my friends the other day asked me like oh do you know if so and so like what friends she hangs out with uh and I said no we're not we're just not really friends like that like we're not close like that anymore and I thought that that would be like so hurtful but to be honest like that's just honestly like that's just being truthful and sometimes I'm a little too blunt not gonna lie but I think that that was just pure honesty like I don't know who she, I don't know who that person hangs out with I'm not friends with that person anymore and I think that's okay like I think we should normalize that like normalize distance normalize uh boundaries normalize space time away from each other like all of that stuff I think it's so normal and I think that if that friendship truly does matter then I when that space is finished when that time is up then that's when the friendship can be like back to what it was or even better than what it was um that's when i truly think that like friendships are super important and super fulfilling uh so that's just something that i've been learning in my life right now um and i'm kind of proud that i'm learning it now that i'm 16 (laughs) instead of learning it when i'm like 18 or 21 or anything like that because um it's a process, definitely is, and it took me a long time, and a lot of stuff has had has had to happen for me to understand that. But not everyone's gonna want to be your friend. Not everyone is gonna like you. Not everyone is gonna appreciate you. Not everyone is gonna care for you. So, why call them your friend? That's that's it. Like why? Um, I think I've gotten stuck in a lot of friendships where I felt like I was constantly giving and giving and giving, and I just I received nothing back, and I now have friendships that are so fulfilling and so positive uh you know just so good in general and I was actually talking to one of my friends today and I was telling her uh just how I'm doing and how I have we're doing with the breakup and how I'm doing with like missing one of my friends and she just said like you're strong you deserve better. It's going to take time, but change your mindset. Yes, what you had with that person was great, but it's not anymore. Uh, You know who you are and you know you deserve someone better and who's going to take care of you because you take care of others, but you deserve to be taken care of and you deserve to have someone pour into you the way that you pour into other people. That was just amazing to read, honestly, and super empowering. And I've known that person for a very, very long time. So I just thought it was, it was incredible. Um, so that's just what i've been hearing what i've been listening to all of that stuff so another thing that i have is rhythm night so rhythm night happened i think i don't even know how long ago uh but it was the first rhythm night that pastor steven had preached at in about four years so it was amazing it was incredible i loved it a lot it was on march 29th um i loved it i thought it was so amazing um just being around like my friends that I had not seen in a while even friends that I hang out with all the time I just think it's incredible because just that space like you'll never understand it unless you go to a rhythm night like the mosh pit the music the people the prayer the praise 
the sermon, all of that stuff. And the fact that Pastor Stephen took time out of his busy, busy schedule just to come and preach to the youth is amazing. And uh, he preached about taking your thumbs back, uh, which is such a cool, cool, like they always come up with like the coolest concepts. So like props to to them, but take your thumbs back. So he read out of Judges 17.6. He said that you can get stuck in your surroundings. You have to fight for what God gave you. It isn't going to come for free. How long are you going to wait to initiate? You got to fight for it. Have you let the enemy have your thumb? What we see is what we scroll through, invisible chains on your thumbs. If you numb enough, you never get healed. I, that night was so impactful because he, I feel like he was talking to me and I feel like he was talking to a bunch of my friends. Um, so I love when a sermon is so relatable to the point where you start crying. Um, because I feel like when you cry during worship, it's like, oh, okay, like maybe the music is just a little too much for them. Like, you know, but then when you're crying during a sermon, that's how you know that it's hit pretty hard. Uh, so I think the biggest takeaway would have to be, you know, you got to fight for what God gave you or have you let the enemy have your thumb? Uh, I never have seen or have, yeah, I guess like called or seen prayer or worship or reading the Bible as like aggressive or as like fighting. But I, I loved that like terminology use of it. Like I loved how he made that so like I love that phrase like fighting for it like I just I love it like I grew up I've done boxing and karate my entire life so of course I'm gonna love fighting and all that stuff uh so when he said you gotta fight for what God gave you I was like amen like I I feel like we kind of just stay stuck where we are and we you know we pray and maybe we worship and all that stuff but it's not like aggressive enough you know when you're fighting you gotta keep going you gotta keep punching all that stuff and I feel like sometimes I I can I can just talk about myself I just like pray one prayer and then expect it all to like go away or be better immediately but that's not how that's not how it works that's not how god works like that's just something that was really really impactful to hear yeah and i'm definitely trying to live that out even more um so yeah that's that's pretty much that uh i could talk so much more but i am going to hopefully release that episode with adriana so i don't want to give too many spoilers but i will give out the list of things that we will talk about so life updates beach trip single era internship joining youth team fun adventures future plans what are we learning and what is something that you conquered so i don't know if i'll i probably will be releasing that episode but i just wanted to sit down and uh just talk and just make it a little more about me right now so uh thank you so much for clicking on this episode and i hope that you enjoyed it bye guys